Hello, welcome to First World Boy. I hope you are well. Today I'm really trying to pull in all the different ideas around collaboration and really what works and who I've got to find. You know, people above me or people that are complimentary. Um, how's it going to make it work? When everyone talks about networking, it does seem superficial. When I go deeper in collaboration and see who's winning, it's these skill sets and relationships around collaboration. So I just sort of riff a few ideas uh, standing on my feet and hopefully give you something to think about. Thanks for listening. This is First World Boy. Welcome, this is First World Boy. I'm Will. I'm looking at gaining a simpler understanding of collaboration. And a lot of the times, when we, the first thought I think is like networking. But over the years, I've noticed um, networking seems to be fairly superficial, what's out there. And if you're looking at wherever your position is in life, it does seem to me that it, it's your success seems to come down with your ability to either be a networker, so be fairly superficial, you know, what you can you do for me, or be someone who builds relationships around collaboration. And whatever path you're choosing, I say for myself, the last business I had, uh, I just worked out who were the decision makers, um, who had influence. So... If you spoke to one people, one person, they could probably speak to 50. Um, in a way, they're like a newsletter. And I suppose also when you're looking at your business nowadays is uh, the, high, the value we place on the list is because the better our list is, the better we can influence outcomes, also communicate the, the greater value our newsletter is, um, the greater value our communication is. And... It, and even with a list, it's, it improves your ability to locate the people to improve the deal that you're working on or the project you're working on. And one of the things I've sort of struggled with in the music industry is a lot of the times we're following just this sort of clear path. You know, you're sort of asking the wrong questions to the wrong people. Um, or more importantly, I see people that sort of uh, flock together all go nowhere together. And sometimes it's, you know, someone will get a step up, they'll be selfish and sort of sabotage their own journey. Or they'll act out the part of being a musician, but not seriously stepping up to that next level or finding people that are going to push them. You know, like a good partner, whether it's a wife or a business partner or a member in your band will motivate you to go the next level. And if they don't, which is strange, I used to think um, when you're younger, you think uh, it's like a, a friend is someone you can ha hang out and have fun. But as you grow, you start to realize that you, if you're surrounded by enablers that allow you to do whatever you want, you know, whether that's your dark side, you're being lazy or bad habits or, um, 
always being a jester, is that ultimately you're probably best to find someone the next level in your life. Someone's going to motivate you to lift your game and move forward. And sometimes that affects relationships. I used to think, oh, well, you'll end up not maintaining that friendship because, I don't know, you have a falling out about something, but you don't really. It's just sort of, uh, you realise you're walking a different path uh, and you've got one life. So you've got to sort of put your time and, and sort of what I notice with people who are, who do well and um, and I'm not talking the ones who um, try and flog yourself, uh, flog um Blog information to you and products and all that. Although that can that can you know you you you're almost better instead of buying their products, find out who they're affiliated with. So if their success comes from the niche that you're moving in, you're better to put the energy and money into finding out who they know. And I know we you hear them say, "Oh, it's who you know," but it's it's more along the lines of think of it like. If you're building in music, it seems to me that the ones who do well, they build the other pieces of of their vision. So, you know, it, it's said that if you can, um, the better you sell your vision, the the more you're going to, the, the more defined your vision, the easier it is to attract the right people in your life. And I think I've been lucky with, you know, reasonably good people in my life, but I've also had a few blokes who, um, you know, a few mates, you know, women and men, um, who weren't living up their potential. If anything, I, I probably was aiming for their potential, but they don't lift, you know. So I'm actually doing them um, a favour by moving on. We've got to keep growing. And I know we've got, you know, old buddies and old stories and old ideas that um, make us feel comfortable. But it seems the one to win, find something complimentary so if you're in a if you're a musician say if i'm looking at myself singer songwriter i can see that i'm probably going to need to consider a band because the biggest um actually let's not go based on money or size i use that sometimes to explain you know to sort of um get the point across but i think ultimately a lot of the successful artists it's longevity it's having the ability to earn a lifelong income from your music because you get those big amounts and you've got more problems you know you've got tax problems um trying working out who's there to support you and who's using you so it's more really looking at can you make a lifelong journey in sound and when i think of that it's like well what do long uh, lifelong artists do and they'll have they attract the right people, the right support people around them to make it happen. So you might um, find that your co-writer is a great producer and runs his own studio. He doesn't want to perform. He doesn't want, he, he likes to be invisible, but he's part of your team. And you create a relationship around that that build, moves you forward. You might find that um, certain musicians, um, as long as you lift your game and you give them an income and a lifestyle to rely on it's almost like your vision also has a responsibility is that these people can enhance your story enhance your sound enhance uh, your exposure to audience so there's all these pieces and instead of sort of you're thinking of you're just going to go and do one thing with someone look at it seems ones who have longevity in music actually have partners in crime so to speak and 
and a lot of the times the the musicians around them or the artists around them or the writers or the sound people the studio uh, the business side the lawyers they're all smarter than the artists they're all better in some way and what they do is they encourage the artist the creative artist save myself as a singer songwriter i believe that they create they just help the artist focus on one thing you know and it could be a really big commitment but there's so many little pieces there it helps the artist sort of move from doing that boring expedient sort of um, uh, business side of the of the creative cycle and allows him to sort of um, have courage to do the internal creative stuff because there's a lot of people that rely on it. It's almost like they tie the two together. So your external, it might be your responsibilities, your internal is that sort of thriving feeling you get from creating your sound. And maybe that's what I have to do is that all those external things that have to get done, give them to someone else who's really good at it and then use my energy to concentrate on the creative cycle. And maybe that's the wall that I keep hitting. Hmm, that's an interesting sort of thing. I mean, a lot of the times I defer people to do work, but then I can, strangely enough, that the, the pace I've had to do it or um, the, the skill level I've had to do it, a lot of the times you're getting stuck around the bottom. So it's looking at um, you know other pressures like a budget, but ultimately um, it still requires that sort of action. So when I hit that wall, it's like okay, I still need to find someone who's really good at that. And I think living in a small town too, sometimes you look at um, say online now, you'll see people really successful somewhere, but they go where the action is. And a lot of the times I have said, like, um, you know, mine for diamonds in your own backyard, or um, which is a great, great story. I think it works. But I think there's certain times that, that um, people go where the action are because there's a lot more resources. There's a lot more people like them. You know, whether you're going to New York or in L.A. or in Nashville, um, you've got more resources, more people sort of crammed into the one place. And I know now with the lockdown, people are doing a lot more on Zoom. So that may open up ideas and opportunities for people who are normally tied into their smaller networks, their smaller collaboration circles, that now they'll stretch out a little bit. And, and I must admit, this year I've been fortunate to speak and rub shoulders with people I would never dream to meet. In, in the music industry and I think that's because they can realize there's a massive change and they're at the top so they're seeing things but at the same time they're consolidating and competing for what where the attention is even in a reduced marketplace because they know how to play the game I'm gonna head off now I'm really gonna look at uh, how I can improve playing the game and start to look at the pieces about the different artists I'm seeing um, how I can work with them. Um, I know I can do everything, but it's almost like if I do it all myself, I'm not building a list, I'm not building a community, I'm not building a broader base to stand on. And 
that's really something I've got to learn how to do. And I'm, my, my belief is that that's music's going to be able to help me make that change in me. And then uh, my hope is that that'll help other musicians see that although you can do everything, it's best if we share the load to build a stronger foundation to have a lifelong journey in sound. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. This is Will, First World Boy. Rectangle. Thank you. Resist. Triangle. Go, go, dad.